All right. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Mr. Mike, you want to lead us? Amen. All right. Well, Revelation. I'm kidding. <laughs> We've said that almost every Sunday, except for COVID, for the last, what, four, four years? Five, five years? Five years. Um, I don't know that we've turned to Revelation, but we've talked about it. So I'm going to tell you, that was like a, that was, it feels, I guess, kind of like a, a kid's favorite stuffed animal that's been taken away. Now I'm nervous, boy. <laughs> I'm nervous. I was nervous then. I'm really nervous now, starting a new study. But I am excited about it. Um, so I hope it'll be a help. But before we turn this morning, I just want to talk about a few things. So I want to do, Lord willing, and he seems to be willing this morning at least, I want to... Says we ain't doing the end times. I guess they're leaving. I want to do a study on the apostles. Uh, that's what's on my heart, and that's where we're going this morning. Um, so, knowing that, um, when I mention that, what comes to mind when I mention the apostles? And we got several people out, and several talk of our talkers are out. So y'all gonna have to pick up the slack. You're here. Pick on you this morning. Are you in? Yeah, yeah. What comes to mind? Hardship. Hardship. Okay. Paul. Okay. What else? Responsibility. Okay. Anything else? Names, events, anything? Day of Pentecost. Fishermen. Close to Jesus. Yeah. Good. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah, we're probably going to spend a little time on that this morning. We're not going to delve right into the actual apostles at first. We're going to do, we're going to look at a little background and a little overview of, of different things, and then we'll actually get into, uh, uh, that's my plan, to study each apostle, maybe how he was called, his life, some things in the Bible, how, he, how we think they died, um, and things like that, maybe where they took the gospel, that kind of stuff always interests me. So when you think about the apostles, Here's, here's some things I think about when I, when I think about the names of the apostles, just their names, not necessarily events or anything like that, responsibility, all that's good. But think about this. Do you know who was the first one called? You don't have to answer. I'm just throwing it out there because we'll talk about this later. Who was the first one called? Just think about it. And then who were the sons of thunder? You ever heard that? It's in the Bible. 
who was the one whom Jesus loved? Now, he loved them all. But one of them referred to himself as he whom Jesus loved. Who was known as a stone? Who was, <clears throat> I hope y'all were listening to Johnny this morning. <laughs> Who was an Israelite indeed? A true Israelite, Jesus said. Who was hated by his own people? And why? Jews stuck together for the most part. But one of them out of this group, they pretty much hated. And wh why? Um, <clears throat> which one in the group was probably an assassin or a sa saboteur? Who was a doubter? And who was the traitor? So think about those things. Those are some, just some things we're going to talk about. But those are some things that came to my mind when I started thinking about the different disciples. So the very first thing, and my wife loves this kind of stuff, is, I want to see how many you can name Everybody has to do their own work. Now, you try to copy off his. I, I remember the last time we did this. We're not going, I'm not going to call you out and read them out loud, so just do your best. Corey, don't copy off Brother Lynn's, okay? Well, actually, I should, probably should be saying Brother Lynn, don't copy off Corey's. <laughs> Mr. Mike said, I'm always trying to stir something up. Why would you say that, brother? If you can name one, great. If you can name all 12, awesome. What do you think the purpose of this is? <laughs> huh? What did he say? I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? I still can't hear you. Humility. Oh, okay. There you go. Good. Yeah. No, that's not it. Hey, I've been studying these people. I didn't try to list them before I did. And it's maybe a good thing. But, no, 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 here's the purpose. Go ahead, start. Just list as many as you can. What I want to do is take that list, tuck it in your Bible, and when we get done, well, hang on a minute, that ain't going to work. Take that list, tuck it in your Bible, realize that I trust you, <laughs> and when we get done with this study, I'm going to give you another blank sheet and you see how many you can name, and we see what we've learned. The reason I said I trust you is don't go back to that original sheet and copy them names down. Oh, here you go. Name as many of the apostles as you can. It is not a test. I'm not going to call anybody out. Except Johnny. Huh? Don't even. Don't, don't even. 
don't even go there. Okay, if you name 14, hey, you get a Coca-Cola. <laughs> It'll take about two or three minutes, and then we'll move on. Miss, do you need a pen? Apostles. It's not about humility, Lynn, but it will probably cause some humility. <laughs> Brian, are you doing it? Brian, are you done? Okay, good, good. There you go. Oh, yeah, well, you got a leg up then. All right, about another minute. I don't want to waste too much time. Get into it. Jim, Marsh is peeking on your paper. Say it again. Marsh is peeking on your paper. <laughs> oh, man. I had nostalgia. I went back to high school watching you. Should be wrapping up. All right. Here we go. Real, real quick. Did anybody get 14? Did anybody get 13? 12. You got 12? Right. Well, and that's another thing. You got 12 names. May not be the right one, not right names. That's St. Mary Magdalene? Oh. Uh. All right, we got a 12-er. That's shocking to me. 11? 10. Got 10. Okay. All right, we'll stop there. Got, stop there. Wow, good, good, good. Now, are they correct? That's the question. You can fold that up, stick it in your Bible if you want to. If you lose it, it's no big deal. But I do want to see, try to think, try to remember at the end of this, how many you got? Did you get a few? Did you get a lot? Did you name somebody that we don't end up talk, talking about? <laughs> All right, Luke chapter 6. She did. She got the same number you got. I'm shocked. Luke chapter 6. Verse 
Don't add to your list now, okay? Tuck the list away. The point is, let's see if we learn anything. Man, I hope we do. <laughs> Luke chapter 6. We'll start reading in verse 12. And it came to pass in those days that he, being Jesus, went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Now, a lot of times when I see quotes in the, in the resources that I look at for this study and even hear people talk about it, or a lot of times I'm in church and I hear people read about the disciples, these lists of disciples, they leave out that verse. Almost, I don't know that I've seen it, ever. I think it's very important that Jesus went out and prayed before he made this decision. Yep. Do you pray before major life decisions? Or do you pray after? Lord, I done bought this car now, I can't afford it, get me out of this. Okay? So I think that verse is very important. Verse 13, and when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve. Well, hold up. Called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve. Okay, we'll look at that later. Whom also he named apostles. Now, I was told one time, somebody told, asked me the question, um, I was at, at work, um, what's the difference between a disciple and an apostle? And they said, well, uh, the apostles were the one that saw Jesus after he was resurrected. Well, Jesus called them apostles right here. Well, that ain't right. All right, he called them apostles. Why? Why call them apostles? What's so special about that? We'll find out. Number 14, uh, not number 14, verse 14. Simon, whom he also named Peter. And Andrew, his brother, James, and John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Matthew, and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, called Zelotus, and Judas, the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which also was the traitor. Now you start thinking about that list you made <laughs> and which ones you left off. Don't add to it. And then turn to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Peter has preached... It's the day of Pentecost. I think Jonathan's the one that brought that up. So Peter has preached here boldly and hard. And verse 41 says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in what? The apostles' doctrine. And fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, 
And many wonders and signs were done by who? The apostles. Why study these guys? Why study these people? Any idea? Why would we study them? Okay. Okay, they were... They were an example for us. Okay, good. Anybody else? Okay. God chose them, so it's important. You saw what I just pointed out. These 3,000 souls that were saved continued in the apostles' doctrine. That's what the book says. And many signs and wonders were done by the apostles. You realize that these are the men that, from a human perspective, propagated the gospel to the world. And they founded and builded the church. I said from a human perspective. But what was it about these men that led the Lord to choose them? That's a harder question than you might think. <laughs> It was very diverse, and we're going to talk about that. Very diverse group of people. A lot of people in these, in these lists you wouldn't have thought would have ever come together for you know, a certain, certain purpose like this. But those are two verses there, I think. When you think about Jesus calling these men and setting them aside, and then how important they were, and where we are today, they deserve study. They deserve to be studied. Not for their honor and their glory. I don't, I'm not going to be calling them saint. I'm just not going to do it. Now, we're all saints. <laughs> but I'm not going to deify them like the Catholic Church. Let's just get that out of the way right now. In fact... I'm going to talk about the other end of the spectrum in their life. But I've always been fascinated by, by these men. I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're just like we are. They're, good morning. They're familiar to us. Some of them. Some of them aren't, as evidenced by the list we tried to make. <laughs> but they're, they seem to be even approachable. I can identify with some of these people, or at least some of the behaviors and characteristics and personalities of some of these guys. Now, before we get off, you know, I don't want to get off on a tangent. Women were very important in Jesus' ministry. Very, 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 very important. But they were not apostles. And I'm studying the apostles. Hence, we're not going to talk a lot about the women in Jesus' ministry. I plan to mention them, but the focus is on these 12 to 14 men. These are the ones he called. You don't like it? Take it up with him. But they seem approachable. And what makes them approachable 
Well, let me ask you, what makes them approachable? Is it when Peter walked on water? Or in Acts, when he walked down the street and his shadow passed over some and some were healed? Is that what makes him approachable? No. It's their faults and their failures. That's what makes them approachable. What's the first thing? Don't be all high and holy now. What's the first thing you think of when you think about Peter? It's probably something bad. (laughs) Denied the Lord. What else? Cut cut Malchus's ear off. (laughs) Tried to cut his head off, probably. I don't know. Did he? We'll talk about that. <laughs> it's going to be hard not to get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We're just like them. A lot of times I think, though, we use the, the, um, the truth of that, of our being a failure and a sinner to not do anything and that's never what God wanted never what he wants um but you know you think about Peter he cut the guy's ear off I mean he he sank yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do too. I look back at the immaturity, spiritual immaturity, and think, man, I wish I'd done that different. Sure. Yeah. Peter did sink, but he was also the only one that got out of the That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He sank, but he did walk on water. Did you notice that? How many times have you done that? I got a story about one time I was fishing, but I ain't going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so they are approachable and I think it's important to know that it is their faults and their failures that make them that way and it's also important to note that the Bible takes, makes no effort to hide their faults and failures in fact it enhances them why? there's a reason yeah so we can relate to them you know, we talk, when we talked about different things with, uh, I guess it was the end time study, we talked about children of Israel in the Old Testament, and they were just like this. You know, they would worship God, and God would bless them, and bless them, and bless them, and they had turned from God during those good times, and turned to idols, and God would punish them, most often putting them in captivity. And they would suffer, and suffer, and suffer, and they'd call out to God, and God would bring them back out of captivity, and He'd bless them, bless them, bless them, and in the good times, they'd turn away from God, And it was just like, and that's exactly how we are. And so it it makes them relatable to us. But I think these are men we want to know. And it's because they're so ordinary. I I, I mean, it's just going to be hard not to get ahead. And I don't even have all my thoughts in the right order, maybe. I don't know. But 
It's their ordinariness that makes them so relatable. They were just ordinary men. Just ordinary men. None of them were known for <clears throat> their education. We can look, we'll look at the book of Acts and see that. Um, you know, they were preaching and this group took note of them. That they'd been with Jesus. And, but they were unlearned men. They didn't have a great education. Um, there, were, there were no, none of these men that, that we read about in, in Matthew there. None of them were great scholars or theologians of the day. And you would think that would be the case. Most people, most people would think that would be the case. That if Jesus is going to come back and establish something like that, number one, he's going to do it in Jerusalem, which he did not. And number two, he's right there, Johnny. And number two, he's going to do it with the top of the line, Pharisees and Sadducees, the religious elite of the day, which he did not. Not one of these men came from that, those groups. So they didn't have a good education. They weren't religious elite of Jesus' day. In fact, they were outsiders. Outside, outsiders to these, group, to these groups. Um, no one more so than Peter. <laughs> they span the political spectrum. Think about it. One was a zealot. If you don't know what a zealot is, we'll talk more about it. But they were basically, um, uh, what's a good word? Radicals. They were radical. They wanted to put off the Roman occupation. And they would do it by any means necessary. Murder, assassination, sabotage. When we talk about Simon, we'll find out they were, today they'd be known as terrorists. Zealots. Another was a tax collector. Virtually a traitor to his own people. And, and don't get past that. What he did was betray his own people. Matthew. Levi. It was major to the others that were called when Matthew was brought into that group. Because they hated him. Um, I read somewhere that at least four, possibly seven, and maybe even all except Judas Iscariot, were former fishermen and close friends from Capernaum. They probably knew each other, a lot of them, most of them, their whole life. What's the, what's the big deal about that? Well, Jesus said that... Um, I'm going blank on what Jesus said because <laughs> it's not in my notes. Jesus said a man is not without honor except in his own country. And a lot of times when I think about that, I think about Brother Kevin. You go somewhere else, and he is highly, he was not going to like me saying this, but he is highly exalted. But a lot of people around here can't stand him. It's just the truth. 
Can you imagine for these guys? What about you? When you try to step out and do something for God, do you think about, I can't do that. They know what I've done. These guys, if they knew each other, they knew what they had done in the past. They may have teased or bullied each other. You don't ever know. Most of them were from Galilee. That was an agricultural region. And that, that became the home base for Jesus' ministry, which is amazing. It's amazing that it wasn't Jerusalem. Little old Galilee. An agricultural fishing town. Galilee. Not Jerusalem, where the temple was. How? <laughs> all right, we've got to stop, I guess. Yet, with all their faults and failures, they made quite an impact <laughs> on the world in which we know it today. In fact, the Bible says, we'll read, they turned the world upside down. Not because of anything about them. And we'll learn that. But it's all because of what God did in and through them. And that's what the study is. It's not so much a study of these people, although it is. It's a study of how God can take a nobody and use them for his honor and his glory. That's what he did with all of them. All of them. All right. Let's dismiss. Uh, let's see. Mr. Jimmy Franklin, you want to dismiss us in prayer?